Are you ready to become a VIP? Do you have a cell phone that you can text on? Then consider this an exclusive invitation. As a VIP, you will receive special secret offers via text. These items are usually free and they are always must-have craft supplies from beloved brands. Send us a text and become a VIP at scrapbook.com. Welcome to the Life Handmade Podcast with Scrapbook.com. This is the show for paper crafters, and I'm your host, Stephanie Foster. Today, we are so excited to be joined by two of our colleagues, Laura Graff and Melissa Hopkins. Melissa is joining us remotely. And Laura and Melissa have been scrapbooking since the late 1990s. And we are excited to talk to them today about life as a memory keeper and what has kept scrapbooking fun for them over the last 20 something years, as well as products that are making scrapbooking an exciting hobby for them today. Before we get started though, we would like to share a review. And this one comes from Henrietta Victor and she writes, When I spend my me time, it's with those interviewed in this series, getting to understand more about them as I chose the things I bring into my life and my pages and precious free time is wonderful. I started listening while driving to work in the morning. What a great start to my day. Thank you so much for the review, Henrietta. And if you would like to be featured in an upcoming podcast, please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. We would really appreciate it. So we have so many resources available at scrapbook.com to get your creative juices flowing from free classes you can take online to gallery projects and layouts you can get ideas from to a forum where you can connect online with other passionate crafters. We also have blog posts and articles that will both teach and inspire you and most importantly, answer your questions or dilemmas. Here at scrapbook.com, we love paper crafting in all of its forms, from mixed media to card making. But today, however, we are going back to our roots and we are going to chat about scrapbooking and memory keeping. And I'm so excited to dig into this with Laura and Melissa today. So welcome. Thank you, Stephanie. It's a pleasure to be here to talk about something that we're so passionate about. So thank you. Absolutely. Yes, we're so glad you joined us. And so I love to just ask people first how they got started into scrapbooking, because I think we can all kind of think back of like when that began for us. So Laura, do you want to start with how you got started? Sure. Yeah. Well, when I was younger, a little girl way back when, I was always drawn to tactile paper things. So when my mom would get a stack of like Hallmark cards that she would keep and collect, I would ask to have those because I was drawn to like the foiling or the embossing on them or the pretty little illustrations. So I would always cut them up and put them into like a journal and write and journal. And I was always encouraged for my mom to journal at a young age. So I've always been journaling and cutting things up and putting pictures in there. So that's kind of how it started. It was sparked at a young age. And then as I got older and started to have children, of course, I wanted a way to document my memories um, with them and for them. And I started thinking into the future and what I wanted them to remember because, you know, memories often fade or lie, as we know. So we'll think something's (laughs) true and really it's not. And it's so great to document and put it down um, into an album where you can journal and have the pictures and go back and reflect on that. So that is kind of in a nutshell how I got started scrapbooking um, was mainly for my children. What about you, Melissa? 
So I grew up in Alabama, and when you grew up in Alabama, or did back in the 70s, in the fourth grade, you create an Alabama scrapbook. And I got to get, like, when I went to get my school supplies that year, I got to get this giant scrapbook. And I was just fascinated by it. My mom still has it, and I've recently Aww. seen it, so it's kind of fun. But um, you did all these little coloring projects and wrote stories about Alabama and you put them in a scrapbook and then you got to keep it. And so it was right around the same time that I started collecting stickers. So I've had these kind of two paths kind of converge later um, when I wanted to create a scrapbook about my children. My daughter was a baby and I kept seeing this store that was called Scrapbooks. I would drive past it all the time. And I, I wanted to make something more than a baby book or a photo album for her, but I wasn't sure how. And so one day I just went into the Scrapbook store and had no idea what I was going to find. I was thinking it would be shelves full of these old scrapbooks that I made in the fourth grade. But what it was were the three ring binder style eight and a half by 11 scrapbooks and this wall of stickers. So it was like these two things just converged. And I knew right then that this was my hobby and this was the thing that I was going to do. And that is how I got started. Love That's it. That's awesome. That's kind of similar to me. I remember living up in Utah and I had just gotten married. So this was in the mid nineties and um, I found the store pebbles in my pocket and I walked into that store and it was kind of life-changing. I'm like, this is my place. It had, yeah, all the stickers, all the papers, just fell in love with it and had just gotten married. So was excited to start documenting that. And um, like, as you said, we kind of, once we had kids, which actually wasn't for several years later, um, of course I was hooked because I wanted to document every little thing. So, <laughs> but I think also that led to a problem for me down the road. I don't know about both of you, but I got sometimes overwhelmed with the the pictures of my children because I felt like I had to document every single one and that I had to do a layout for everything. And then I ended up with four children and I just thought, ah, I can't do it. And now I'm so behind. And so I took a little pause for a while while I, you know, I was kind of overwhelmed, but how did it evolve for both of you with children and then them growing up? Um, with all three of us, our children are older now. Some have left the nest. So how has that changed for you over the years? Oh, it's, it's, the passion hasn't died. I'm still very much drawn to um, paper and stickers and dyes and all the fun stuff that comes with scrapbooking. And um, like you, I think a lot of people can relate, Stephanie, to being overwhelmed and feeling like they have to scrapbook every photo that they take. And, and we are going to share some fun stuff today about how that's that you can get out of that block of doing that. But um, it, the passion hasn't died. It's evolved a little bit. I think that my kids are older now and I have two out of the home and two still in the home. So my younger ones and even my older ones still get lots of photos taken. I still document and journal everything about them and their lives. And, you know, it's funny because, um, one of the greatest joys that I've had as a mother and doing this hobby and creating this for my family is when I will walk into the living room and I will catch all my children together, sitting at the couch, thumbing through the scrapbooks and laughing and reminiscing and remembering together. And, and it just gives the whole thing more purpose of why I do what I do and why I'm so passionate about this hobby. And then a lot of the times when I'm taking photos, the older kids get upset, right? Teenagers, they're like, stop, mom, stop taking pictures. And it's so hard because I'm like, but you're so cute. 
<laughs> I have to take a picture of everything. And but they will later tell me, I'm so glad you took photos of that moment. I'm so glad we have these memories. So they're always grateful later. And then I, it just justifies to me that I'm on the right track and I'm doing the right thing to document these memories for them to have to um, hold on to forever, essentially. So um, that's how it's somewhat evolved. Yeah. What about you, Melissa? Mine are both grown and out of the house. And so I'm essentially an empty nester. And some of like what I do now is really scrapbooking all of the old photos that I didn't get around to when they were younger. Um, one of the projects I'm working on now is a 12 by 12 pocket page album with all the photos just of Halloween's from 1990. I think I have 97 through 2010, I think is the last year that I, you know, my kids really did Halloween. But I had all these photos printed because way back when every photo got printed, right? right? And so I've been doing that kind of to reminisce and enjoy scrapbooking and not feel like I have to, like some of them have been scrapbooked, like that Halloween has been scrapbooked, but I have all these extra photos and it just makes the hobby so much more fun to just put it together just for, just for fun and not feel obligated. Um, I also take a lot of screenshots of their Instagram, of, <laughs> of their um, social media in general, just, you know, when, when they'll post a story, it's really mostly my daughter, my son hardly ever posts, but his girlfriend does. And so I'll screenshot those and use those in my memory planners just to say, this is what you know, Savannah or Ian was doing on this day. And it makes me feel a little closer to their lives because I'm really on the fringe. They're out living and I'm, you know, getting a phone call or, or whatever every now and then, but I still get to see what they're doing and document it because maybe someday they'll want it. I know I want it, but maybe someday they'll be like, oh, that's so cool, mom, that in 2021, you wrote down all this stuff about me, even though, you know, they didn't really know I was doing it. Absolutely. No, I think I think they'll (laughs) definitely appreciate that for sure. So I have to ask, going back to the kid phase, Mm -hmm. did you both keep going chronologically? Like, do you have books for each child? Did you go to like I went to more of like a family album for a while because I couldn't keep up with each child's individual books. You know, the my first kid had so many books within the first two years, and my baby has one book. So, but I, but I did other forms of scrapbooking and we'll talk about that. I I went to other ways of doing it, but did you all do chronological? Just curious. Yeah, I think that's totally normal. Stephanie, I think, I think for all of us, even us us adults can look back and look at our parents and see which kid has the most pictures taken Mm -hmm. and and the last few that don't, um, which is funny. So I would say for my kids, I have their first five years documented pretty well. But then after that, I did uh, transfer to a family album and started doing family albums. And mm-hmm. um, I then I started to have the thought, well, what's going to happen when they're adults and they want some of these pictures? Are they going to have to pull these apart or whatever? But then I realized, you know what, they have all kind of claimed which scrapbooks they're going to get. So they've kind of figured out which ones they're going to get when I obviously leave this <laughs> Yes, it's kind of funny to think about, but they, they have talked about, so I want that scrapbook or that scrapbook. So it's cute. So they've kind of divvied it up between themselves of which ones they're going to get. But I, I do mostly family now. I have always thought of the scrapbooks as being for me. Maybe I'm just a really selfish scrapbooker. (laughs) 
No. <laughs> I never made, uh, you know, this baby book or that baby book or even there's not really a whole lot of chronological happening either. It's more just when the page is done, I would stick it in the album. And I did a lot of uh, design team work 15 years ago, 20 years ago. And so those pages are in albums based on, you know, what company the the project was for. So I just, you know, my solution to all of that is to scan every page or take a photo of it and then have digital, like I have like an archive of all these scrapbook pages so that, you know, if, if they want them, I have no idea if my kids will want them. They're for me. So if they don't, I won't know. Um, but uh, they will each be able to have a digital copy of every page if they want them or, um, you know, whoever wants them, they're there. So that's kind of been the way I've approached it for the whole time. That's I incredible. I've never really felt that need to do it chronologically or even to be caught up. Like I'm as not caught up as anyone could ever possibly be. <laughs> I think that's the joy of this hobby um, mm-hmm. is that it's unique to everybody and works. It's it's such a creative outlet, even for me, and I'm sure Melissa can agree and Stephanie as well, that it is such a creative outlet and a great way to to use that time to just reflect and be creative in your own personal style and way. And I love that about this hobby, that it's just, it, 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 it's unique to everybody anyone that yeah. you talk to that scrapbooks. So I and love as, that. Me too. And as soon as I got out of the mindset of like, I have to do an eight and a half by 11 right. layout of every single event for these out. Like once I threw that out the window, I didn't feel the overwhelm anymore. I, I actually went to a, towards smaller albums and more like events, like maybe a trip that we took, or I've got a Halloween book as well, Melissa, of like ones that I just add to it each year or things that were more like themed. And then I, and I also feel like I could like, finish them, you know, and I'm a finisher. So I like to have like this trip or this event or this birthday. And then that little album is done. And that makes me feel good just for me personally. So I know everybody's scrapbook's different. And that's what, that's what we want to talk about. There's so many different options out there for everyone. The thing that I've gotten into recently that I, that works for me is the memory planning. Um, I've got Heidi Swap's storyline chapters and inserts. And I can just sit down once a week and document our family's past week, throw in the pictures, love the embellishments. And and I started that last year at the beginning of COVID. And it has been so fun to be able to look back. I'm so grateful that like this is the year I kind of chose to do that the week by week because, wow, what a year we've had. And it's going to be yeah. fun to have that documented. So what are you working on now personally? Like what types of albums? What have you kind of maybe gravitated towards or how has that evolved for you? Yeah, um, I do all kinds, actually. I've been in the industry a very long time. I have quite an extensive history in the scrapbooking world. Um, And if you can see, this is a podcast, but for those who are seeing us film, I have a lot of Webster's planners that um, I use and document uh, with using memory planning as well. But then I also, I'll just show a little bit on film here. I also love the six by eight um, style 
of pocket page scrapbooking, journaling. Favorite size. I love it because like you said, you can do different themes in one album and get it all. As you can see here, we did our family pictures. And so I've got all the cute pocket pages with the journaling and the quotes. And it's just so easy and such a great way to scrapbook, especially if you're just starting out and you need a way to document all of those precious memories. And then another thing that I love to do is traveler's notebooks. So, um, I have a lot of traveler's notebooks. I won't admit how many, but I have a lot because I love them. It is such a great creative outlet like we talked about earlier. And I just document and scrapbook on each page. This is a pocket traveler's notebook, so it's smaller, but it's so great to document those little moments and special times like we went to my son's um, graduation of the Navy. Um, and so I just used one of the books that's a pocket size traveler's notebook to document that memory for our family. And I just have it right here and it's small and can be carried around and write notes in when I need to, or have something that I need to remember, I write in there and then go back to it and document on that page. So that is a great way to, to do on the go scrapbooking as well. Um, so traveler's notebooks, composition size notebooks, I love, 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 because you get that big um, page to fill out as well. And then pocket scrapbooking is what I'm really into right now is uh, the 9 by 12 which we here at scrapbook.com have. Um, now the albums, page protectors, and then still, of course, I go back to the 12 by 12 because you can get so many photos and journaling spots in a 12 by 12 layout and the 6 by 8 pages for the 6 by 8 albums. And, so uh, many great options for sizes yeah. and and what you're what you're wanting to do. Maybe kind absolutely. of depending on the event or what you're you're documenting. Yes, absolutely. And and like I said, easy, simple, and easy, yeah. and a great way to to get all of your stuff into one place simply. So I love it. Yeah, I'm working right now. My son is graduating um, next month, and oh, so fun. what I did for my daughter when she graduated is I kind of collected all the pictures from their past 18 years, like each birthday, I have, you know, a picture from their 18 years. But as I was collecting his to do it, I'm like, I've got to do this in a six by eight pocket page because there were so many other pictures I wanted to include. And so now I'm going through and just kind of doing, I'm just putting in the pictures. And and if, you know, if that's all he has, then yeah. I think it's going to be a great recap of his 18 years of the best pictures from each year of his life. And then I love the pocket um, cards as well, because you can slip in little quotes there. I've written notes to him of different, Aww. you know, memories from the birthdays and literally it is coming together so quickly once you get the pictures like that took yes. a while for me to go through them all and decide which ones but once you have those photos oh my gosh this album is coming together so quickly I'm excited you need to get our new graduation pocket card I was just gonna say <gasps> oh, that you know I we do. have graduation pocket and they're so cute they're perfect yes. for your son too so you'll have to yes. get those yeah we have graduations coming up next month here too so I don't have any gifts like that in mind yet. Um, it's still early, right? Mm -hmm. um, but I, <laughs> yeah, I, I also do memory planning. I like the happy planner. And what I've been doing, I think for, I think it's, I have three full years and then three months of this year. When something, when we do something or something happens, I put it on a little sticky note and I put it in the memory planner because I don't always have time mm -hmm. to go in and completely fill it out and get into it and decorate the pages. So I just write everything on sticky notes and there's a lot of months worth of sticky notes. 
kids right now, but you know, you take the photo and the photo is on your phone. It's not going anywhere. So you do that, you write on the sticky notes and everything that you need to make an elaborate page is in there when you have time to do it. And that's my kind of daily way of keeping, of doing memory keeping for the last three, like, I think four years. And so I've got that project to have the, I was trying to think if there were any sizes that I don't really use. I love the nine by 12 size too. It's just, mm-hmm. it reminds me a lot of the eight and a half by 11 scrapbooks that I started with. And I love using pocket cards and I like stickers on the outside of pocket pages. That to me is just like, that's fun. Um, I do occasionally traveler's notebooks and the composition style is cute. I have one of those, haven't done anything in it yet, but I still do like to do 12 by 12 pages every now and then just for fun. I have a lot of 12 by 12 paper. (laughs) It feels like I, you know, why not? Let's do that. Um, So I'm kind of doing a little bit of everything too. Again, that's what keeps us going is like when we get kind of stuck with one or maybe tired of it, we've got another format to use and it just kind of brings up that creativity again. Another great idea, sorry to jump back to the graduation, but for the pocket um, cards, you can like when people come over for the graduation party, I'm going to have them write notes to him on those and then slide that in so that he kind of has those those tips for the rest of his life of advice people leave or just well wishes. So, so many different things that you can do with pocket cards. It is so great for, for gifts too. So like you were saying for graduation, you could do that for a baby shower and give them an album with cards and have the um, attendees at the baby shower, write something to the new mother um, and the new father weddings. I mean, it could go on and on memorial. There's a lot of ways that you could use the albums with the pocket cards to leave notes for, for an event. So I love that. I love that that is a possibility with these albums as well. Yeah, definitely. Um, so what are your favorite maybe techniques or products that you're using right now? Oh, <laughs> you want me to go first? Sure. I have a lot. Yes, you go first, <laughs> Melissa. I'm going to take all the good ones. Just kidding. Oh, no. Uh, <laughs> so I'm, I'm totally obsessed with alphabet dyes right now, like to the point where maybe, you know, if my husband saw or knew how much they cost, or I don't know, he might have some words for me, but I love them. I, I can't believe I haven't like really just embraced these sooner. I've always been an alphabet stickers person. I have a lot of alphabet stickers, but the dyes have just like changed the way I think about, um, you know, creating a page or a layout, or even I use them in uh, my memory planner, just titles, subtitles, everything. I have all these different sizes. It's so much fun. Um, The Gemini Junior is also like has changed die cutting for me. I, this is not the first machine. (laughs) It's not the second or the third. Um, So I've tried a few, but having just been able to put the plates in and it goes through and the magic mat works with it. It's just, it's so easy. I don't have to stand up. I don't have to crank anything. I just put the plating, do something else, grab it out of the back. And it's just kind of changed the, like that. Plus the alphabet dies to me. It's like, that was just good timing for me. Um, I'm also like always organizing and reorganizing stuff. 
finding better ways to keep things at my fingertips, kind of shuffling things around. So when I'm back into alphabet stickers, I'll figure out some way to organize them right in front of me. But what's your favorite organizational product right now? You had to pick one. It's the pocket card tray and the dividers. Mm -hmm. I have a ridiculous number of pocket cards. Um, I buy digital ones. I print them. I cut them. And they're all organized now in these trays with pretty colored dividers. And I organized by theme and I can find everything. And so I know if I'm working on Halloween, I get this tray out and just go right into where the, of course it's orange, (laughs) the Halloween tab, get the little cards out and um, just have fun. And that's kind of like, for me, there's a lot of, like the organizing is almost as fun as the crafting. Oh, absolutely. I think any crafter would agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. Very fun. Laura, what are, what is your favorite right now? Well, honestly, all things scrapbooking are <laughs> are my favorite. I, you know, that's part of what we do here at scrapbook.com, um, product development. And so it's, it's hard to choose just one because everything is exciting. Our stamps, our stencils, our, our um, inks, our dome blender. I mean, there's so many great scrapbooking products out on the market right now. And you know, the, the fun collections of papers and stickers, I could go on and on 12 by 12, six by eight. I love it all. I love everything. But right now I would say, um, the most exciting thing to me that I'm having a lot of fun with is my six by eight albums and the pocket pages. And we actually have a die that is a game changer in my opinion that we came out with. It is a pocket card die and it has a four by six and a three by four die in there. And it's so perfect because you don't realize it until you're using it, how much it helps. But, you know, we all have those vertical four by six photos and, you know, you want to crop them down, but you have to measure, you have to cut it just right to get three by four into your um, pocket pages. But this is perfect because it gives you a window and you can just frame the part of the photo that you want, send it through your die machine and you have it that quick. And I love it. It has changed my my game with pocket um, scrapbooking and I use it all the time and I probably don't know what I would do without it if it was taken away from me. So I would say that's the most exciting thing. It's so simple, but yet has changed the way I've been scrapbooking lately so much because it saves me so much time and it gives me exactly the end result that I want in my book. So I love it. So sorry, I went on a rant about that one little thing, but it's like the most simplest things in scrapbooking that change the way we do it and make it easier is such a relief and so beneficial. So that is my favorite. Love you it. are so right about having to use that. Like I thought, oh, this is cool. Well, you know, I'll use it. And then when I started using that mm-hmm. pocket card die. Game changer, I right? I thought, okay, this is really, in- so I was using it on photos. And then, like I said, I buy um, pocket cards and digital scrapbook kits. I did a lot of digital scrapbooking. I have a lot of those too. And I print them and I create my own pocket cards. And it's so much nicer just to run it through the machine mm-hmm. than it is to trim it. Cause I'm, I'm, you know, my vision isn't what it used to be and seeing where <laughs> it's going to actually cut. Um, that's like the I'm really bad at that. And I just, you put that in, you put a little mint tape on it, run it through the machine and you get that perfect pocket card every single time. Mm -hmm. I was going to say that mint tape. 
is a game changer. Oh, as that well. too. Like yes. The, yeah. I use it with that die. Yes, Mm -hmm. (laughs) exactly. Perfect perfect little partner and companion at your desktop for sure. And and of course, all of the new organization um, systems that are out there. I love desktop organization. It's like my passion. And I love the clean, fresh look of the white organization trays that you can pull out and use when you're scrapbooking. It makes life much easier. You can put your pocket cards, stamps, whatever you're going to use in that, pull it out to your table, have it right at your fingertips and use it. So I'm really enjoying being very organized with the fresh, clean look of the Craft Room Basics um, storage and organization. Love it. Love it. Love it. The clear or the white, they're both yep. beautiful. You can't and as, go wrong. As Laura said, well, Laura and Melissa, I've seen, I've seen Laura's traveler's notebooks. I've seen layouts of Melissa's like, they're beautiful. And what's neat, as Laura said, is we are actually videoing um, as we're speaking today. So if you want to see any of their examples, watch um, our YouTube channel because this podcast will be on on there as well. So you can either watch it or listen to it, but you'll be able to see some examples as well of some of their work. And it's incredible. So Thank you. super exciting. Um, so sweet. Laura, as we kind of wrap it up, um, what advice would you give to someone that's just getting started in scrapbooking where they don't know where to start? What would you tell them? You know, somebody told me this a long time ago and it has stuck with me. And I think a lot of people can relate to this. And it's, it goes a little bit off what you were saying earlier, Stephanie, that you get overwhelmed and you just don't know where to start because you have so many photos and truly less photos is more when you're scrapbooking, um, which is hard to do. But I would say the best thing you could do and what somebody told me once is to start now going forward. Don't try and start with all those boxes of old photos that you have. You'll get overwhelmed, you'll get mental blocked, and you'll stop and you won't even continue. It's a fact. I've seen it with friends and family and people I've worked with in the industry for years. Just start now. Start with what what memory you're creating now. Start documenting documenting it and move forward and continue forward. And then, like Melissa said, as you have time and you're more comfortable with documenting and you're getting a groove, then you can go back and pull some of those old memories and document them as you can. But truly the best advice that was ever given to me was to start now and move forward. And it has made a huge difference because even when I get behind, I'm like, okay, I just need to start right now before I just don't get those future things documented documented at all because I feel overwhelmed. So start now. And I would say um, scrapbooking is what you make it. You can make it really artsy and fun, use lots of different mediums, or you can be very simple and basic, which is lovely and beautiful as well. There are so many different styles of scrapbooking out there. Um, And it's all about telling a story. So you want to tell your story, get it documented, get it out into an album. So you first would want to choose your album size, what you think is going to work best for you and what your what stories you're telling. And then you would choose your photos. And like I said, when it comes to photos, less is more. So you want to just grab like, I, my sister-in-law was just asking me about this and I'll have to tell that story if we have time. But, but, um, usually like three to five photos is what I say for an event, because then you can, then you can tell kind of the whole story with those plus your journaling. Um, mm-hmm. But again, it's up to you. You can do it any way you want to. That is just what I would suggest. And then you choose your layout. If you want to do pocket pages, if you want to do like a traveler's notebook, if you want to put them in an old school album, any way you want to do it, just choose the album that you want and then gather your basic supplies, adhesive, scissors, grab some stickers, some pocket cards, some little embellishments, and just start telling your story and get it documented. That's what I would say. Um, 
and just start now and move forward. I love that. That's excellent advice. And I can attest to that because that's exactly what happened to me is I just got caught up in like, oh, I have to get caught up. You know, I have right. to be current and that's just not going to happen. And I think if it's stressing us out, we're doing it wrong. So there's exactly. so many options out there on how we can scrapbook, you know, what size of formats we're using to scrapbook that just find what works and then enjoy the process because it is a lot of fun. It's super important, but you're yes. also going to have fun doing it. So Creative. great advice, Laura. Yep. Yeah. If it's not fun, you're doing it wrong. I yep. love that. Absolutely. True. Truth. <laughs> yes. So Melissa, what advice would you give to someone who maybe is listening or watching today who um, isn't already a scrapbooker? Why is it important that they start documenting and becoming a memory keeper? Oh, so this every once in a while, like I get all sentimental and I'll go and I'll open up scrapbooks that are 15, 20 years old. And every single time I come across something that I forgot happened and I'll read my own writing. I know I wrote it. <laughs> I don't remember this event. I don't remember writing this. I, I, I know it's my, it's my kid. And so I know that this thing happened, but I documented it and, and it's still there. And then 10 years from now, 20 years from now, 30, 40 years from now, if I'm lucky enough to open that scrapbook, I'll still remember that moment in time. And I think when you're, I don't think it's a young old thing. I, I am turning 50 this year and I started scrapbooking when I was 25. And I thought when I was 25 that I would be and feel 25 forever. And I kind of do, <laughs> but I don't remember like I did when I was 25. And so when I wrote all these things down, precious, adorable things that my kids said, um, the one time that I came downstairs and they had cornflakes all over the kitchen floor and made cornflake angels, like I <laughs> laughed, they got in trouble, <laughs> but I took pictures and I documented it. They didn't believe me. And I was like, oh, I, I have pictures. Let me show you. <laughs> so I get this scrapbook and like here. So it's like proof of proof of life, proof of joy. It's the things that happen that are, are everyday or even big events that 25 years down the road, you won't remember everything. But mm -hmm. if you write it down, you can read it. And you can, if you take a photo and you put it in a book or you get it off your phone, it'll be there someday for you to look back and go, oh, I remember that day that we, you know, we're driving up uh, Gilbert Road and going to Trader Joe's and, you know, decided to take a detour to a car wash. And, you know, one of my kids had never been in a car wash and freaked out. I took pictures, I wrote it all down, and the whole thing is there. And I can go and look back at it on it now. And that to me is why anybody should scrapbook, whether you're making huge, elaborate scrapbooks and using lots of supplies, or if you're just getting a traveler's notebook and putting your photos in it and writing more about what's happening in the photo. You know, there was a, a Kodak slogan for, I don't know if they still use it or not, a picture says a thousand words. Mm -hmm. It only says a thousand words to the people who it says a thousand words to. The meaning of the photo is lost if you don't write something down sometimes. You know, if you see a picture of two people sitting next to each other on a sofa 
and you write down who they are, then you know some of the story. But if you write down that it's your grandmother and her long lost cousin and the whole story about how they (laughs) hadn't seen each other in 30 years, like that's a story. And if you Mm -hmm. don't document it, if you just have a photo on your phone, it's just, you know, it's just a photo. So that that's why I scrapbook and I think why anybody should, because time goes fast. It really does. Mm -hmm. And you want to think back on some of these great moments that you've had in your life or your children have had or your other family members or the friends that you've had and that moved away or left us or whatever. Um, You just want to keep that. And that's why you should, in some way, everyone should be a memory keeper. I love that. Thank you. And I, I just agree with that wholeheartedly. And even and yeah. even if you don't have children, even if your situation is different, scrapbook about yourself. Like I mm-hmm. think mm-hmm. what I wouldn't give to sure. have one on my mom at my age or my grandma, like what she was going through when she was my age. Like it is, it's a way of journaling about yourself as well and documenting those stories because people, you, you might think it's not interesting, but it is, it's going to be it interesting is. to so many yeah. that love you. So right. just great advice. Oh my gosh, it makes me want to just go home and and pull out all my stuff and and get to it. So um, loved it. Any other thoughts that you've had before we wrap up today? Yeah, I would just um, echo what you both were just saying. That was very profound about telling the story. And again, you are the only one who can tell your story. So it's so important that you are the one documenting. And like you said, you may think that it has um, no meaning, but it will to someone. And you have no idea the the effect that it will have on someone that may be reading it someday and your thoughts. And they're so important that we that we value that and we we document um, and tell our own story for sure. Um, yeah, I was just going to say a, a quick story, too, about my sister-in-law who does not scrapbook at all and has never been interested in scrapbooking. And I had taken one of our simple scrapbook kits and created an album for my mother-in-law for Christmas. And I ooh, I gave it to her and she had it on her coffee table at her house, um, kind of open because she had just been looking at it. And so my sister-in-law saw it and she picked it up and she's like, where did you get this? What is this? I want to do this for my children. And her her kids are little, little, like um, seven, five and and one. And so um, my mother-in-law told her that, that I had made it for her and it's part of, you know, what I do at scrapbook.com. And so she um, called me and she was interested. She says, look, I know I have never inquired about scrapbooking. It's not my thing, but I am sold. I want to make one of these for my children. I want them to be able to look at it and thumb through it and see all the memories. So please teach me, what do I need? And so I I got her all set up and started and she is having so much fun. And she even said at a family party recently, like I never thought that I would scrapbook, but I I realize now how important it is for, for me and for my children to have these memories documented. And like you said, even if you don't have children, it's so important just to document. I've seen so many people um, through the years just documenting the fun travels that they do, like document your travels and your thoughts. And it's very cathartic to get it out on paper. It's so good for each soul to write things down and get it out on paper. So as you can tell, I'm very passionate about this this hobby and I love it. And I, and I just, when my sister-in-law told me that I was like, yes, that's what I've been going for my whole life. Like everyone should feel that way, Mm -hmm. but it's so true. So yeah, I just thought I'd share that because it's so important to see how people who are not into it can be easily, you know, see how great, great it is and what a good, um, 
thing it is for for those who are looking at and remembering and going through the that with our posterity in the future. So. Absolutely. Well, thank you. Thank you both for joining us today. That was so fun to kind of walk down memory lane and see what you all are working on now and for all of the tips and advice you shared with us. So thank you. Thank you for having us. This was so much fun. I yeah. appreciate it. Thank you. It was fun. Yes. And we um, we also have an article all about the history of scrapbooking on our website, which is super interesting. I mean, it goes back hundreds of years. Um, you, you wouldn't believe the number of famous people who have been scrapbookers and just kind of how it all came to be. So it's a really fun article to check out. And we would love to see some of the ways that you scrapbook. So be sure to upload your projects and layouts to our online gallery or share your ideas in the scrapbook scrapbook.com forum. The links to all of the resources we mentioned in the episode today will be in the show notes and you can find those at scrapbook.com slash podcast. Scrapbook.com carries over 40,000 unique items and is the number one online store for paper crafters. When you shop at scrapbook.com, you'll enjoy award-winning customer service, great prices, a huge selection of products, and super fast shipping. You'll also benefit from nearly 200,000 real product reviews from crafters like you. Be sure to subscribe to the Life Handmade podcast in your favorite app and enjoy our other episodes. And remember, happiness is life handmade. I draw doodles of eccentric faces in the margin spaces of important.